Well, don't say what happened. No, no, I'm not going to tell you guys what was just said, but this is our second take on this episode because we're We still have tears in our eyes from laughing so hard. If it sounds like we've been laughing, it's because we have. We're just like moving and grooving, recording the episode like a normal day, and just a very inappropriate thing came out of it. It's just so funny because we're literally, like, that's why we love this podcast is we literally just sit and like talk and just process with each other and with the Lord. But sometimes you just say things and you're like, oh, that was not for anyone else to hear but us. There's so a, we're still recovering from that. But yeah, there's a reason I don't do public speaking. I have a podcast with a friend. So we can record it. So we can have multiple takes. We're but. kind of struggling today. Amanda is saying <laughs> random things. I am getting over the flu. Yes. So if I sound congested, it's because I am. But so, it is what it is. But um, we're excited because it's our first podcast just the two of us in 2019 yes we're so excited so we've been so blessed to get to share episodes still from nashville and season two's been off to a great start i've loved every episode so many great let's see we've had hannah mateo kate, kate. yeah those have been our three right it? yeah yeah not oh. in that order but yeah oh and they've been it's so cool because when we record the podcast like Obviously, we're there and we're present, but because we recorded those a little bit earlier, mm-hmm. going back and listening, like, they've blessed me. And I feel like God always speaks something. Sometimes in the past, and when you get a refresher of it, you're like, oh, actually, this was for today. Yes. Like, I needed to hear this no. in this season I know. Now. That's so cool. And we kind of forgot. I honestly forgot we even talked oh, about totally. half of them. So listening back is just, like, a fun way to... Remember how fun our podcast yeah, is. Yeah, so hopefully you guys have enjoyed season two as much as we have. It's just made us so excited and expectant for what the Lord is doing and basically basic in general. Like, he's just doing such a bigger work than we yes. would have thought, honestly. Yeah, like, he really is. Between having amazing guests and then getting to know you guys via social media and then now adding Patreon to the mix. Like, I'm sure you've heard us talk about it, but Patreon's a way that you guys can give and connect with us so that we can continue to create awesome content. And... I told Amanda earlier today, um, last week I spent some time just writing thank you notes to those who have given to our Patreon. And one of the things that we do when you sign up for Patreon is you you know choose an amount that you want to pay monthly. And then it has you fill out your address so that we can like you know send you things and be in contact with you. And I don't know what, what I was expecting, but I definitely didn't realize like how vast our audience was like as far as where they live like I was writing these thank you notes and I had one that was in Texas which is where we both live one which I'm sorry who are you guys who I was like (laughs) who are these people like it was like Alabama California Minnesota New York like Louisiana it just blew I want to meet everyone I want to meet everyone so with that being said I want you guys to message us if this interests you but that led me to talking with Amanda this morning about how cool would it be if we picked like random airbnbs like really cool airbnbs around the country and we came and we like set up basic weekends where we like you guys could register we could meet with you we could do like times where you could just create with the lord where we could pour into you like mm-hmm. we could get to know you anyways we just have these ideas so i It'd feel like, like a, it would be like a retreat a retreat totally basic but retreat. we would want to keep it this is like all of us brainstorming if you're a listener then you get the inside bb scoop um but we were just brainstorming and it would be like maybe 10 girls yeah, max. keeping it so intimate yeah we'd want to keep it intimate nothing like huge um, but yeah, everything came, we said, we just think it'd be such a fun way to like get to know you guys and also just have a whole weekend of Jesus and basic girls yeah. and basic things. So thank you guys. If you're even just listening right now, if you can't give to Patreon right now, we totally understand. But if you're a listener and you're taking time out of your week to sit with us and pretend like you're getting coffee with us at your local Starbucks, it blesses us so much and it's allowing us to really go beyond our natural dreams and to mm-hmm. be like, okay, God, like you're doing something that's beyond us mm-hmm. and we want to steward it really well. So 2019 is our year to steward this dream beyond what we even can imagine. And I feel like a lot of that is thanks to y'all. So yes. first of all, thank you for listening. We love you. <laughs> Second of all, we're so excited because we're sitting here, like Amanda was saying, first time doing a podcast just us two in this year. And I think we need to bring it back to the basics. Bring it back to the basic. basic Starbucks thing. Amanda, what are you drinking from Starbucks today? <clears throat> so I had a very basic drink today. It was just a decaf, like 
Pike Roast or whatever they're like normal yeah. Pike, coffee Pike, is. I think it's like Pike Place, Place Pike Roast. You know what's so know. funny? I always ask for a dark roast and then they're like, we're only bringing the Pike Place. Is that okay? And I'm like, I, yeah, I don't yeah, know that, what that That'll is. do. Great. Like, I'm, it's fine. Like, <laughs> I'm not I'm not a Starbucks I'm not a diva. <laughs> like, I just, I'm happy with whatever you give me. So that's what I had. But tell them why it's decaf, <laughs> So there's Amanda, a reason it's don't decaf. Know. I don't know if any of you follow me on just social media, like my personal account, but... We have a little bun in the oven. Yes, baby number two. Baby number guys. two. And we just found out that it's a boy. Woo! And so I've always kind of joked with Cami that one of the reasons that God like made me become so close with her and not just her, but her sis she has two sisters. And I feel like I am close to both of them in different ways. And I can just like get along with them in different ways. Like it doesn't really matter whatever level Cammy's at or whatever level like her two sisters are I feel like I can just like match whatever oh, totally. they're at. I'll come in and be like all right I'm reading the room like, Quinn's at and this there's level. a lot of things to read there's a we lot of things to read emotions. but I love it I think because I'm just like emotional person and I live for all types of emotions and I do think you can connect with each of us in a different way yes you are like the fourth sister totally. I love it so all that being said I've always thought like what if this is God just like pre- preparing me for having three girls like I've always just thought that so I thought this one was a girl. We found out like early November, <clears throat> thought this one was another girl, but just right up until a couple weeks ago, a few things happened. Well, number one, one day Gwen and I were just like sitting on the couch and she's two and a half. And so she just walked up, walked up to me and out of nowhere said, that's my baby brother and pointed to my tummy. That is, I'm telling you kids, I, re- I mean, that's why God says like have childlike faith. Yes. And you always say, Cami has said this to me before, but that the Holy Spirit knows no age. Or, yeah. Like, or like, I heard somebody once say, you can't get a junior Holy Spirit. Yes. I love Which that. Which is so like, think about it this way. Like when you're, when you train up, there's a scripture that says like train up a child in the way that they should go and they won't depart from it. So when you train your child and like knowing the Lord and hearing the voice of God, like God doesn't minimize himself to no. children. He's not like, oh, let me give you like the small Let me give you the coloring book version. Right, yeah. exactly. No, yeah. he's like, you get all of me. Like that's how he <clears> operates. And so I, love I really think kids have such an access to the Lord totally. in a way because they're not if not even more so because they're not, they're still so, they're not like really shaken yet by what the world totally. is trying to tell them And to they're be. not going to second guess. They're not going to yes. be in their head of like, well, was that God? Was that not like, totally. I'm sure the Lord just whispered to Gwen at some point, like you're going to have that's a little brother. brother. I was preparing yeah. your heart for the boy that's going to come. And so she just said it like, that's, no question. And She's she, like, and that's my brother. That's funny is that's exactly how she said it. She walked up to me and we weren't even, I wasn't like asking her, what do you think you're going to have a brother or sister? Like, I wasn't like, this is my, this is a baby in here. Like wasn't <laughs> saying anything. And she just walked up to me and said it just very matter of fact. And so, so good. yeah, I called Tyler and he was like, well, I'm going with that because she seems really confident she about it. She seems to know what she's talking about. And then the day before, the night before we found out, or the night before we were going to go to the doctor and find out <clears throat> what we were having, I had this very specific dream that now I know is cl- clearly the Lord. But I had this dream of I was just like walking along a sidewalk and it was kind of like a never ending sidewalk and there was just blue confetti everywhere like all over the sidewalk I don't know if I even told no, you this no I never heard this yes it was oh, the I night before that. and so and I even woke up at like 5am because it kind of like woke me up and I was like wait did it already ha- did we find out like I thought like you just had this knowing yeah I was like oh we must have found out that must have been yesterday we found out what we were having and then I was like no that's happening today but there was just blue confetti everywhere I walked like wow. I was kicking like blue confetti along the sidewalk just like strolling isn't that crazy? I love that because I, I mean, God just, he speaks and he speaks in dreams. He speaks in visions. He speaks in our prayer time. But I feel like for me, sometimes the way that he speaks the clearest is just this like deep knowing. Yes. Like it's like, I don't, I don't know why I know it, but yes, I just, just know, know it. And yeah. it's like that like sense. And I feel like you had that dream and then yes. you just woke up and it felt so real it that felt you were so like, oh, real that I was like, I, I must have known this happened. Yeah. yeah. And so we got, Tyler and I got up that morning to go to the doctor and we're sitting in the waiting room and I was just like. It's a, it's a boy. Like, I was like, I just know. So and then, then Amanda, the day that she found out, she went to the doctor, and then we were meeting after. Yes. And her original plan was to not find out, but to, like, have the doctor write it down. Yes. And she was going to tell her niece, and her niece was going to do the announcement. But I had a deep knowing, because on the way to meet her, I was like, one, I know that she already knows. <laughs> I just knew it. And it wasn't like a, Amanda can't wait. Right. She has I mean, to, like, open it. in my flesh, because, yes. like, honestly, yeah. you probably wanted to know. But it was like, no, I just knew in my spirit. And then also... 
I walk up to her and I was like, two things. I looked at her, I go, one, you know what it is that you're having? She was like, yes. <laughs> yes, I do. And I go, it's a boy. And I go, and I, yes. She was like, it is. And I, it was, I thought it was a girl too, all the way up until that is literally that the very, Yes. And then I saw you, and this is so cliche, but you were wearing blue earrings, I which know. wasn't intentional. No, it wasn't. However, I do think it was like. In your spirit. In my spirit, because they weren't, they're my mom's earrings, they weren't even mine. We spent that oh. with my parents at night because she was watching Gwen when we went to the doctor. And they were, like, in her closet. And I was like, oh, these are cute. And I just, like, put them on. And then later I was like, wait, this is, like, yeah. one blue. And it was, like, a pop of blue. It was, like, it was one signature color. Like, color. Yeah. I love that. So all that to say, guys, we are so excited for Amanda and Tyler. They're having baby number two. We have a basic bro coming. A basic bro coming our way. And it'll be really fun to talk with you about all things pregnancy. Or just all things boy when that yeah, happens, all things too. Boy. Because I have no idea what I'm doing. You're going to have to circumcise a little baby. I know. No, I... <laughs> that's so guys, real. Literally, my very first comment was I told Tyler, I go, what the heck do I do with a little penis? No, that's so real. <laughs> Sorry, but that's all I can think about. I'm like... Because I remember babysitting, like, nannying, and I'm, like, one of three girls. So, like, I remember the first time, like, I had to, like, change a diaper for a little for boy, boy, and I was like, yeah. is this okay? Like, when like, I get peed on? Like, like cover yeah. it with a wife? Like, it's I real. just... So many things. But I just feel like it's going to be so <laughs> fun to watch you with a boy... And to watch Gwen be the best oh, sister. Yes, oh, yes. Yes. It's going to be so cute. It'll be really okay, fun. Okay, so. So decaf coffee. Decaf that's coffee. Wow. Cammy. I was like, how do we yeah, get here? We start, this is how our conversations go, which if you've been a listener for a while, totally. you're used to it and you love it. So You great. know what I thought the other day? Again, side note. <laughs> side totally note. irrelevant to what note. we're talking about. Wait, that could be one of our t-shirts. Side note. Side note. That's all it's wow. side note. That should be a t-shirt. Would you wear a t-shirt that says side note? I would. I would. Okay. So side note, again, my favorite <laughs> show is Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. That's a whole other side note. Obsessed with it. If you haven't seen it, I do apologize for our cuss words. Other than that, it's such a great show. But, but also, but, if you're a Gilmore Girls fan. Well, that's what I was going to say. Oh, sorry. That was my side note. Okay, okay. I feel like we are the Gilmore Girls of podcasts. Yes, we are. Because we talk so fast. Way too fast. Uh-huh. We're, I like to think we're quick-witted. We are quick-witted. And it's two girls back and forth. So maybe if you're a Gilmore Girls lover, maybe you love you're our podcast. Basically, basically. Anyways, there's that. So what I'm drinking from Starbucks, yeah. <laughs> back to our whole point, I'm drinking a Grande Flat White, mm. which is that's become my new favorite. I know. It's now I want to get it with, with one pump of vanilla. I'm gonna say, don't forget. The, I yeah. ordered it for her today, so it's, I was like, don't forget. It's so one sweet. Pump of vanilla. Actually, you know who ordered it for me? Your sweet husband. So I like worship husband. this morning, and I'm leading worship tonight at a conference. So we're recording this in between, but Tyler's playing for me, and. We, every time he plays for me, he always brings me coffee, which is so sweet. Oh, and so, so I never sweet. even, I'm at the point now where I don't even say like, hey, can you get me Starbucks? I just like text him my just order. Him. I <laughs> like, love that. So I was like, I'll take a grande flat Well, white. actually, okay, so this is how you, okay, I love the relationship that Cammie and my husband have because it's just really funny. And He's they, my brother. they text all the time and I don't really even realize what they're texting about just because I'm like Music, doing my thing. Yeah, always. trying to get ready, whatever. And so this morning we're getting ready and he's like texting Cammie and we get in the car and we're driving. And he was like, wait, what did Cam- wait, can you read these texts? Like, I forgot what Cammie wanted. And so I'm scrolling through and I was like, babe, these are like, you guys have full-on conversations and they're really <laughs> funny. Like, I'm like laughing out loud at them. Like, one of them, she's like, what time do you think you're going to get there? And Tyler's like, I don't know, Amanda's still butt naked getting ready. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> like, like, what like, I don't even know you're like texting at this time. Like, I'm just trying to hurry out the door. But just so many things. It's really sweet. Honestly, I feel like that's one of the best things about community and doing life with like friends it's not even just getting to know your best friend deeper but like getting to know their spouses yeah like having relations like like I think of like even Russell and Kaylee like that's why we love being with them so much because I can talk with Russ and Kaylee can talk with Steven, Steven forever yes. for hours and like or vice versa and it's the same with y'all like I and love my, that. my next door neighbor is engaged to my best, best friend fifth grade, oh, and they're so the same fun. it's like the four of us can hang out and we and all can talk. like yes that's so the best so anyways we Love, love Lots of side notes. Love Steven. We're catching up on 2019. But yeah, back to, I'm drinking Starbucks, and while we were drinking our Starbucks, we were talking about something that, honestly, I don't know if it gets more basic than this, and I know we're probably going to get judged, and there's going to be girls, <laughs> they're going to message us and be like, I cannot believe that you watch the show, <laughs> it is trash, and I'm going to say, listen, I know that it's trash, I agree with you, and here's the other thing, if Jesus I was loves single, everybody. I probably wouldn't watch the show. And I'm going to explain why when I announce what it is. Okay. So I want everyone who's listening to close their eyes unless you're driving. And I want you to just (laughs) take a second and guess what we're about to say. Are you ready? Favorite show of all time is one, two, three. The The Bachelor! Bachelor! (laughs) The Bachelor! Oh my gosh. I've been watching The Bachelor. Forever. Yeah. I mean, since college. 
it was like a it's been a Monday night. Anytime the Bachelor, yeah. Bachelor is on, it's the best. It is like I look forward to it. <gasps> Do you know what I loved in so the pumped. season that they did? They went back and did all the couples and their kids. Yes, that I was love really that. sweet. I actually loved that. One of the couples, I was like shocked that they had two kids already. Oh, I know. I don't remember Ashley which one. And, um, yes, them. How'd you I know? know? Ashley, my mind. Um, I read your mind, and yeah. I love the show. It's I've been obsessed with the Bachelor for way too long, and it's one of those shows where, like, again, I know that it's a mess. I know that it's like I know not that the it's best not example. A good and I think, again, if I was single, I think it'd be different because I think it can give totally unrealistic expectations. Oh, so um, much. Because it's like, yeah, they're getting the best dates ever. I'm just going to say it. I would fall in love if I was getting swooned on a personal helicopter. Oh, 100. A, to a picnic on a mountaintop and then got to have like this five-star restaurant to myself afterwards. Like, yeah. And you gave me a diamond at the end okay, of a rose. So one of my favorite things about the show <laughs> is how they always try to act like the person who's the bachelor or the bachelorette like planned the dates and like yes. they did it. Yeah, and I'm like, like, wait, we, we are all aware that it's a producer's. Like, can we just acknowledge <laughs> that? Like, We're all aware that this has been planned for quite some time. Yeah, so spoiler, if you haven't watched this season, there's a dude named Colton. He's a former NFL player. He's the bachelor. He's really attractive, I think. Do you think he's cute? Mm. He's not your type. He's, he's not my type. More my he's, type. He, he is. He kind of looks so, like Steven. He, got, he does. He, he really does. Like Steven. I think he's so cute. <gasps> I didn't even think about yeah. that. So Amanda is, well, your type the is The closest more... bachelor. Okay, let me tell you the closest bachelor. Yeah. Or guess. Oh, Okay. And I don't know if you remember this, but he randomly followed me on Instagram one day. What? Yes, I this told bachelor? you about Bachelor? Yes. He still does? Oh, Ben Higgins. Yes! Isn't that weird? Whoa. Whoa, no, 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 no. Whoa, no. Sorry, Maybe not I Ben I just Higgins. wanted that to happen so You bad? wanted it. It wasn't Ben. He, no. he, he, I wouldn't be this like, type. he follows you on Instagram? Wow. But remember, it was like, I know. I'm pretty sure it was an accident because it happened when I was with you and I go, Kami, look who just started following me. It was the most random thing. I mean, let's pretend it wasn't an accident. Let's pretend it was I mean, was he's never liked any of my photos, but I really think he probably really thought I was remember. somebody else and then followed. Wait, I'm pretty sure. Wait, okay. I think his name's Ben. That what's the other Ben? Oh, the 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 wine. Ben? Yes, the wine guy. I forgot about that Ben. Yes. What was his oh, because I was gonna say that's why I said yes because when you said Ben Higgins, yeah. I was like yes. And then you already was, like, was no. Ben. Ben Flanick, Flanick, yes. something like that. Yes. yes. Okay. Okay, but he's like kind of a psycho. I, I know. I'm sure he is. But, but he looks. Owns a but if we're talking about looks, totally. That would be. More, he's the only bachelor. You like the like, cute nerd. I know. I do. That's your thing. I know. Your celebrity crush is Paul Rudd. <laughs> It all makes sense. No, okay. and you actually like dark hair, which is And I know. That's Tyler's why Tyler blonde. always gets upset. It's okay. Steven gets upset because I think black guys are super hot. And he's like, I'm white. He's not and I'm a black like, man. I know. But I, but I told Steven once, I was like, listen, if we ever broke up for good, like I was just going to narrow my search down to black dudes. <laughs> so because like I think they're attractive and I really want a mixed race baby. And that's yes, the easiest way to get one. they are beautiful. I know. Beautiful. I, okay. I told Tyler this. I'm like, if something happened to you or if... I didn't marry my high school sweetheart, and if God didn't have you designed, like, perfectly for, for my husband, I would marry a 45-year-old, like, artist. That's oh, like, has, like totally dark hair would. and like Yeah, I know. Who, like, secretly, like, chain smokes cigarettes. Totally. And, like, like, oh, Dan Humphrey from Gossip Girl? Yeah. In real life. That's, yes, that's what I think is cute. On that, oh, that is so that's weird. You. That's so okay. you. Anyways. Wow, which side note we're going to do, again, side notes. So many side notes. Side note. We are going to do a whole three-episode series on relationships. So if yes. you've been asking us about that, we have not ignored you. We did the Q&A on Instagram, on our Insta stories, and said, like, what do you guys want to hear about in 2019? And we saved all the answers. We're going to kind of, like, compile them in a way where we can hit on them in, like, a deeper way yeah. in each episode. So, like, the relationship one, we'll dive into in three parts. Super exciting. I think that's so important because yes. I think there's – there's about dating to find your husband, mm-hmm. and then there's being married is different. And then I yes. think there's just some miscellaneous, like, things you guys want to know and yeah. things that hopefully we can shed some light to. Yes. But all that to say, The Bachelor, mm-hmm. I think Colton's cute. You don't, which really makes sense. Yeah. Um, but he is on his quest to find love, and Chris <laughs> Harrison is navigating the way, and all these producers are planning these amazing dates. And spoiler alert, last week he took one of the girls, Kaylin, who's one of the pageant drama queens we'll yes. get to that later but he takes her on this date where they're in singapore which is totally crazy rich asian status oh because i yes. love that book and yes. movie and they go on this crazy shopping spree so they're like going to every store and they're dropping so much money and the whole time she's like and even the girls when she comes back to the house she's like oh my gosh like i can't believe he would spend so much money on me and, and i'm like um, newsflash he's not spending yeah. any money on you <laughs> it's, it's 
Thanks, the producers. Also, I thought it showed a lot of her character. Granted, I know the producers could have told her to do this, but I still didn't like it when she went in and just like started showing everything to the girls. Like, and look at these shoes he picked out. I was like, really? You need to take those bags to your room, enjoy them yourself, yes. and come back out and have a good time. Which like, that is a hard thing because I like Steven said the same thing, but I was like, I guarantee you the producers they were like, Girl. Her. well, first of all, this I is know. why you know the producers did that. Why were all the girls sitting on the couch when she know, walked in? Already. They were like, hey, girls, come sit on the couch I because know. I want to make you jealous. <laughs> but I know, one thing watching so the show, true. I feel like, again, there's all these things about it that are crazy and whatever. But one thing I've really noticed this season has been how much women, and I'm including myself in this, struggle with comparison. Oh, yeah. Because one thing I've noticed is, especially there's two girls on this season, Hannah B uh-huh. and Caitlin. Uh-huh. And Which, they, let me ask. Yeah. Do you have a favorite of the two of them? Because I do. You do? Uh-huh. Like, I have one I have one that I prefer over the other. Um, yes, and I think we might be different. Really? Yeah. Who do you prefer? Mine's Hannah. Mine's Kaylin. I knew it! That's crazy! <laughs> That's so crazy. Wow. Let me tell you why. Okay, tell me why. This is so great. So, I'll tell team you why. Hannah B. I'm team I'm Hannah B. Okay, here's my, here's my reasoning. Wait, I'm, can you give them the backstory of these girls if you're not a watcher? If okay. you're not a watcher of The Bachelor, I'm sorry. Hashtag surprised. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're listening to this podcast and hashtag so Hashtag fast forward five minutes. Yeah. I don't know. Hashtag I'm so sorry <laughs> we're wasting your time, but I'm also not. Okay. So they're both pageant girls and they, one's like Miss Alabama mm-hmm. and I don't know which one. Hannah is Miss Alabama. Yeah. And Kaylin became you Miss, Miss USA. No, Kaylin's Miss um, North Carolina and she was first runner up. In Miss USA. So, so she, she got second place technically. Got and it. Hannah, I guess, didn't place. Didn't place, yes. And apparently the backstory is they were roommates on the pageant uh-huh. thing. Uh-huh. Um, and like they were friends. And then I guess some had happened. Falling, yeah, they had some falling out. Who we knows? don't know. Yeah. He said, she said. I guess it's just it she said, she said. And now here we are. So here's my here's my reasoning to why I like Hannah a little better. Okay. I think they're both cray. A little bit cray cray. Mm-hmm. Evenly. I think on the same playing field of a little bit crap. Aren't we all? Yes, aren't we all? But especially um, if you're on The Bachelor. Yes. Aren't you all? Aren't we all? But I think Hannah owns her craziness. Okay. And I think Kaylin tries to be like, I'm not crazy. I'm, this is just me and I'm perfect and beautiful. And that is more annoying mm. to me than someone who's like, yeah, I'm crazy. Because my favorite part, and it really solidified it, was on this most recent episode. Don't you say when she when, growls. No, because... Oh, I was like, that part that just ma- It makes me laugh. Yeah, it, it is. Makes she's me laugh. being funny. Because she's... I think she's crazy funny. But my favorite part was in this past episode when Kaylin gets the one-on-one and they cut to Hannah for the, like, her interview about it. And she was like, I mean, like, I'm happy for Like, it's great, whatever. But I wasn't going to be like, yeah, girl, go kill it. <laughs> <laughs> just that's like so good. It like slayed me because I was like, oh, that she, she just be real. Yeah. You're, you're right. Okay. So that's why I like it because I know she's a little bit crazy. She's a little bit insecure. But I just feel like she at least admits it and kind of owns it. And I just feel like Kaylin, I so just can't again, get So again, I think so much of it when I, when I think of these shows and it's because I did American Idol a little bit a long mm-hmm. time ago, I got a little glimpse into the reality world and I realized how like – manufactured it is. I'm sure it's how so much, staged. It's so staged. And like that's part of the show. I mean they're making a TV show. Like that's yeah. their goal. And I don't I'm not saying the love isn't real. Like no. I think that's very real. Which also if Hannah or Kaylin, if either one of you ever decided to listen to Basically Basic, we love you. Oh, we love you. And all the girls, I'm like, I have such a heart for women. So I'm like every time I watch a show, I'm just like the woman's pastor in me is like firing just, at all cylinders. Yes. And I'm like wanting to like pray for every girl. And also like and it shows me a lot about our nature as women. Yes. But I think the reason why I lean towards Caitlin and again it could be because that's just what the producers have mm-hmm. chosen to show. Mm-hmm. But I feel like Hannah B seems a little bit like obsessed with Caitlyn mm-hmm. and a little bit fixated. And that's mm-hmm. where the comparison thing came mm-hmm. in because I think like I was realizing, you know, she gets really upset anytime mm-hmm. Caitlyn gets mm-hmm. attention from Colton, which if you think about it, it's so ironic because I'm like, you know that the guy you're dating is dating 20 other <laughs> girls, right? Like, like there's a lot of other girls you could be jealous yes, of, but she's yes. only focused on Kaylin because there's a past wound there mm-hmm. where Kaylin beat her in a yep. situation, and mm-hmm. she's obviously a competitive girl, and mm-hmm. so she's like, I don't care if he gets attention or gives attention to, to other somebody girls, else, yeah. but when it comes to Kaylin, it, like, triggers that mm-hmm. insecurity. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas I feel like Kaylin seems a little more able to rein that in mm-hmm. and a little more able to be like okay like this is just what it is this is what it is girls. yeah um which again i always laugh when the girls are like get upset and i'm like you know, you know what, what you signed up for on, right yeah. like you know you know how this is gonna work <laughs> oh, so but i mean yeah i think it, it's really interesting to watch because you can watch the girls kind of like downward spiral like mm-hmm. in the beginning they're like yeah like i'm confident i'm ready to go and then 
the second other girls start to get attention, Mm -hmm. they start to question, like, if they're enough. And I think that's the part of the show that breaks my heart the most. Because I'm like, man, talk about a rough way to start a relationship. Mm -hmm. From the get-go, you're questioning, am I good enough? But from the get-go, you're jealous. Like, that's not any way to start a foundation. No, no. But I do think, I mean, I you can tell by the families that they've shown and, like, the successful relationships. Like, I do think that the feelings can be real. Yeah. Like, I really do think that. I know. It's um, crazy. And I think it's hard because I also think you can have feelings for more than one person. Oh, totally. At the same time. Totally. And so I think, like, as even The Bachelor, that's got to be kind of hard because mm-hmm. you're, like, trying to gauge, you know. Yeah, because each woman are going to bring something different to the table yeah. that you could find – both attractive in different ways. Totally. So it's like, um, and I think that we should talk about that whenever we get to our dating thing. Mm. Oh yeah. You know, obviously that's not the way I would choose to find a husband, but to each his own, like everyone's got, but I also think, um, yeah, I mean, if I didn't know the Lord, like that would just be a breeding ground for insecurity, even knowing God, like it would be like, cause you're looking around and you're like trying to figure out where you stand, where you measure up and gosh no. but for me the show is just very entertaining yeah every week i'm like i it's, just laugh yeah, like, i just laugh it's like my unplug moment like i know again people oh, are totally. like i can't believe you watch that it's not like that's not how the lord have it for relationships blah blah, blah. probably true so true <laughs> but guess what i'm just in it to have like a glass of wine and a slice of pizza like <laughs> exactly just kind of curl up on the couch <laughs> yeah that's really all i'm gonna gain from it yes. so it's just some me time <laughs> and i just there's so many moments i love watching with steven and i know tyler watches yes it with oh my gosh too. yes both of our husbands love it they're it's just so like fun. what is happening yeah. i'm like i know like, and i fun. okay so that's funny that you even said kaylin because i love getting tyler's take on everything yeah. and it's he usually is the complete like he would much prefer kaylin over hannah too wow. like i'm always like i think hannah is so beautiful and he's like what no yeah, that's so I know. funny i'm like well i think she's pretty yeah <laughs> i i think guys perspectives on it it's funnier. It's kind of hilarious. Yeah, yeah, it's really funny. Yeah. Anyways, love the show. So if you're a Monday Night Bachelor girl, we would love to Hit hear us up, what you think. Some commentary. And on also, media. I've heard you were talking earlier about Colton. Russ and Colton have actually become friends. I know you've told me this. Yeah, and I've heard he's like a super nice guy. So that makes me a little bit more invested. You know. Yeah. Which fun fact? I, I w- went to after the final rose. <laughs> yes. Rachel's season. That's right. Which we got to go to LA and got to go like backstage so and see fun. it all. And it was Chris. First of all, Chris Harrison was so nice. I talked with him for that a while, so, so that was super fun. cool. I love that. And you just kind of like that was what made it real for me because mm-hmm. when you're on after the final rose, you know when the commercials are going, could you you're feel still like the there. tension? Oh, and could the, you feel so like that the- season was Rachel Lindsay, and it was with. I don't remember the dude she chose. I wasn't a super big fan. I don't, yeah. I Some, wasn't. like, guy from Miami or something. And then it was Peter, who is very attractive, even more attractive in person. But they haven't, they literally have not seen each other since they broke up. And then they reunite on After the Final Rose. On national television. On national television. And, like, I always thought when I'm watching it, I'm like, yeah, right. Like, they've definitely seen each other. This is all fake. No. Like, unless they're the best actors in the world, like, you could cut the tension with a <gasps> knife. And then the commercials go, you know, and it's like, they're still giving each other a cold shoulder. There's still, like, there's tension in the room. Like, they're trying to have, like, a side conversation. I mean, it was just, like, whew. Like, it it felt like if I was watching someone who had broken up and hadn't seen each other. That's crazy. Yeah, crazy. So, anyways, those are our thoughts on The Bachelor. Hope you love it. Hope you love it. Hope you guys watch. Let us know. Okay, so, Amanda, kind of give our listeners what are we going to talk about today, and then I'll kind of break it down for them. Okay, so today, this was kind of inspired by one of our um, answer, or one of our questions that came in when we asked you guys what you just wanted to hear about in 2019. And this one, this episode is about mind, body, and spirit. So I know, like when I first hear those words, I kind of think of like yoga or like something like. Connect <laughs> That's so true. With we're that. gonna lead you guys yeah. into yoga. No, we're not. <laughs> yeah. Not not for that. So, don't savasana yet. Um, I think that's the word, right? Was it? Is it savasana? Wow. Maybe. <laughs> I think it really is a word. I don't know. Honestly, guys, because I'm not like a words girl, I always second guess like every word. I just that know I say. namaste. Namaste. But That's I think it. one is like get in savasana or something. I feel like you're just like. <laughs> because I'm not sure about it. Don't know. Don't know. Somebody let us know. Okay. Anyways, so we're not going to, this is not a yoga podcast. Um, It's more of just like our goals that we have for ourselves for 2019, whether that's in like the physical realm, spiritual realm, all that kind of stuff. So we have a lot that we feel like God has taught us and that we've learned in 2018. And some of that we want to even bring further and pull it into 2019. And some of it we just want to leave where it was at. Yeah, that's so true. So can Yeah, we- so I, I was telling Amanda, like, I think, I don't know if I heard a sermon on it or what, but um, it helps me to process the fact that we are three parts just like the Lord. So like God, you know, is 
one, the Trinity, but in the Trinity, there is three parts. It's the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And when we were made in his image, we were made in three parts, which is body, soul, and spirit. So Mm -hmm. mind, body, physical, I guess? Yeah. I don't know. No. Mind, body, spirit. Mind, body, spirit. Yeah. Um, And so we're a three-part person, just like the Lord is three parts in Father, Son, Holy Spirit. So for me, when I'm setting goals or when I'm trying to look forward to a new year, it kind of helps me to compartmentalize if I make sure that each of those three parts of myself Mm -hmm. has a goal or I'm walking towards something Mm -hmm. that is going to glorify God in each Mm -hmm. of those. Um, So when it comes to physical, I don't just mean like your physical appearance. So it totally could be that. It could be like you're trying to work out more, eat healthier, like all the typical New Year's resolutions that we see. And I think those are important. Um, but I, when I talk about physical, I more mean just like in the natural realm, like mm-hmm. what the, you can control. Yeah. The things that we can control, like the actual, we are a physical being, like that is how God made us. And with that, there are things that we can do and things that we can't do. Um, physically we can set goals of things that we could change with our career path or mm-hmm. with making our house cleaner. Mm-hmm. Hello, Marie Kondo. Yeah. Anyone oh. seen tidying up? Oh, love it. Um, but there's things that we can physically do to make our world better. And so that's mm-hmm. going to be the physical aspect. Then there's the soul or the mind aspect. So that's really comes to more like our emotions. Um, so that's like not the spiritual aspect of us, but our personality. Like mm-hmm. things that make us, me, Cami, make you, Amanda, mm-hmm. uh, make our listener, whoever you are, makes you unique. And there's ways that you can steward that really well by yeah. maybe being more intentional in your relationships or having, um, community. having community, doing things that are going to make your soul thrive mm-hmm. um, so that we're physically thriving, we're emotionally thriving. And then the last one is spiritual because we are a spiritual being. And when we die someday and our physical body goes away, we're going to be a spiritual being for eternity mm-hmm. and we get to spend eternity with Jesus. And so how are we feeding ourselves spiritually and um, really giving that the attention that it deserves? And I yeah. think a lot of times we can focus on just one of those three areas mm-hmm. and we can like really move forward in one, but then like the other one other can ones start get to lack. Behind. And so yeah. I think it's really good to kind of look at that. And I do this individually at the beginning of the year, but I also do it as for my, my marriage. Mm-hmm. So like physically, like what are we doing that can make our marriage better? Right. Um, sex and beyond other yeah. things too. <laughs> um, like hello sex, but also other things like, you know, how are we physically spending our money? How are mm-hmm. we physically spending our time? Like mm-hmm. what are we doing that we can control that can make our marriage better? better. Yeah. Then emotionally, like how are we connecting? Like what does right. that look like? Um, for us to emotionally be on the same page. And Mm -hmm. then spiritually, what are we doing spiritually? Mm -hmm. Not just separately, but how are we spending our time spiritually together? Mm -hmm. Um, So Amanda and I have not talked about these yet. No, we haven't. But we thought it'd be cool to sit down just in an open, honest thing for 2019 Mm -hmm. and process with each other and with you how we're going to spend this year in those three areas and what our goals are for ourselves. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to start by asking you, Amanda. Okay. I mean, let's start with the physical. So physically... This year, what do you want to do to improve your life physically in 2019? So this is a, these are all really good deep questions. Um, but I think physically for me, I just want to be, I'm, I'm not really a, someone who knows me, like even on the Enneagram scale, like I'm a number, I'm a two, which is by nature the helper. And so not that I've like identified myself as that and like, okay, Lord, you've only called me as the helper. But I just feel like that's what I'm really comfortable in yeah. is helping people and making sure that everyone else is good. And and then I can find a lot of fulfillment in that. So not that that's a bad thing. I think it's a good thing. But there is a lot of cons to that, which is what I'm learning. And it's that I will oftentimes set aside the goals that and dreams that I know God's called me to individually to help somebody else. And I think sometimes I'll be like, well, but it's, but it's good because I'm helping. So it's not ever anything bad, but it's like, I kind of push aside what God's called me to personally, um, so that I can fulfill someone else. Like I've even, (laughs) I've literally ditched my own business before to go help someone else start theirs. Like my personal, like photography business, like I stopped doing it to do like the nonprofit I worked for. That's so true. And even a couple nonprofits actually. And it just like, I would just kind of like let that go to like help someone else build theirs. And not that it's a bad thing, like I said, but I do think that, like, this is the year that it's okay to set individual goals for myself that I can physically do and work on. And I think it's harder just by nature because I'm not a very structured person when it's not for the benefit of somebody else. Yeah. So when it's just for me, it's harder to, like, want to get up at 6 a.m. and, like, spend quiet time with Jesus. Like, even though I know that's for my heart and that's for my relationship with the Lord, 
uh, I'm. It's not really benefiting my next door neighbor. Right. Or like whereas, like if somebody was like, "Hey, Amanda, will you get coffee with me at six a.m.?" I'm tell me about Jesus. You would be there. I'm there. Wow, yes, that's so interesting. So I think one of my really big goals for this year is to just be really self-disciplined in that and to ask the Lord what what He's called me to individually and who He says that I am individually. And so I think that's just going to take time, which this could fall into spiritual as well. But a lot of it's physical for me because I am a mom. I am a wife. I do run a small business. I have this podcast. Like I do have a lot of like physical things that I'm need to take care of and responsible for. So in order to like find that time with the Lord, I have to be like physically responsible, whether that's like getting up and choosing to spend quiet time in the mornings or choosing it at night, whether it's like going out for like a 30 minute walk, just to like clear my mind. Like those are things that I don't do well naturally. And so because it is for myself and between me and the Lord. Um, so that's one of my goals for this year is because I didn't really do it much in 2018. And knowing that I'm bringing a new life into the world yes. in the middle of the year, um, I would love to just get a good hang on that now and just start practicing it and to know that it's not going to be perfect starting out and to know that like doing it is better than just saying, well, that's just not how I operate. Like I, I just help people and that's what I do. I don't yeah. do things for myself. So yeah, that's kind of Well, I think that's one thing that's made this podcast such a blessing is I think because we are both kind of wired that way. Mm-hmm. We have each other. Mm-hmm. That's helped keep each other accountable. Because I'm yeah. like, if I was doing this podcast by myself... Oh, it would be done. It would be done. <laughs> Mine would be done. <laughs> oh, I would be like, well, I just wouldn't... Like, there's every week knowing that, like, okay, I need to meet with Amanda. She's mm-hmm. expecting me to be mm-hmm. there at this time. Mm-hmm. You know, has forced it to keep going. And I think there's weeks where I'm doing that for you. And totally. so I think having each other to meet there has made this, like, more fun. But also, yes. like has made it actually happen totally like even when we got here to sit down and do this podcast i was like <laughs> a part of me wants to like netflix and like chill oh, on totally. the couch right now but being we... sick and just having led worship i was like nap time <laughs> nap time anyone like time for another marvelous miss mazel yeah. um but yeah we have each other and we know now that like people actually are listening which means the lord is clearly doing something with this podcast and so to just stop it wouldn't feel like a very good way to honor what he's given us yeah I love that that's what your physical one was because mine is so similar. It and is? I, yeah, and I didn't I didn't even know. So for me... Which, what are you on the Enneagram? I always I'm forget. I'm a three. You're, okay, so I always keep Everyone thought I was a seven. seven. Yes. So I, I scored really high on the seven. So if you guys know the Enneagram, it's a personality, I guess like assessment test. Yeah. test. I'm, I'm sure a lot of listeners I'm know it. I'm obsessed with it. It's so interesting. If you haven't taken um, the quiz, I think you can just Google it. Yeah. But it's really interesting because it kind of shows you like naturally how you're wired and what your Mm -hmm. motivations are Mm -hmm. and then it gives you a wing which is an area that like you can kind of lean into and then also shows you kind of what you turn to naturally in stress and also in growth yeah um very interesting but I thought I was a seven without taking the quiz just because I'm super outgoing Mm -hmm. I'm adventurous like all the things that are kind of stereotypical Mm -hmm. sevens but then when I took the, the assessment Seven was actually my second. My first one was a three. Are you a three wing seven? So I'm a three. You can't have a wing seven because it asks Cause me it like, has what you're it. touching. So I'm a three uh, wing two. So I'm a two wing three. And you're a two wing three. So that's probably why we work really well together. So I am a three, which is the achiever. Okay. Whereas two is the helper. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very, and it makes sense when I read the three, a lot of it goes back to like who you were as a child and like your motivation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Seven is a lot about like adventure and spontaneity and mm-hmm. I enjoy those things, but that's not like my motivation. Yeah. For me, I've always struggled with, you know, performance mm-hmm. and achieving mm-hmm. and I always had to be, you know, present of whatever club yeah. I was in. I always like, you know, was homecoming queen, like, and it just all, because I had to like achieve mm-hmm. and I had to be liked. And I just right. feel like when I read that like the assessment on it I like cried that's mm-hmm. when I was like this is me because it's yeah. just like I feel this need to like do, to do. and to do it yeah. well um and so there's a lot of struggles with perfectionism with that um but it's interesting being a wing two being a mm-hmm. helper mm-hmm. it actually makes sense because I have always worked in ministry kind of my achieving yeah. is actually making sure that those around me are feel like feel helped loved and loved or feel yeah. they feel mm-hmm. so I have a tendency kind of like what you were saying to mm-hmm meet other people's needs mm-hmm. and in a way I feel like I'm meeting my own needs because I'm like oh because they're me good. achieving yeah and I'm doing a good job mm-hmm. helping people but then time will go by and I have you know these own goals of my own that aren't progressing or moving forward yeah. because there's only so much time in a day right you know so and you're not and you're not working on them right like, and I'm not working on them because I'm cause doing I'm things way. for other people yes. mm-hmm. so I think one of my physical goals this year is to actually schedule in my planner 
the time to do the things that I need to do for me. Mm -hmm. And so I've started that at the beginning of this year. I'll be honest, and we'll talk about this in later podcasts, but um, we're sitting down today on February 2nd, and January was probably the worst month of my Maybe, maybe life. life. Maybe life. Yeah. Uh, Amanda showed me this meme, which I was like, yep. It was like, January was a long year, but I'm we glad made we made it. it through. And I was like, that is... I don't know why, okay. but I've never loved January. And because I think most people are like, January 1, like, let's do this. Let's get going. No. And this one was exceptionally bad just because I saw Cammie's struggle, which, she, she, you know, it'll yeah. come a later time. But this one was exceptionally bad because just a few... There was a lot of sickness in our household and then, like, one after the other. Cammie's, like, recovering from the flu. Mm. And there was just a lot of just, like spiritual struggles and then watching someone you love go through it is just hard in itself and so anyways all that being said I've like never been a fan of January but (laughs) this year just really solidified it for me you can leave (laughs) so February 2nd feels like the rainbow praise the lord for February we love you we delight in you (laughs) promise oh my gosh but I I my goal all that to say was to start doing this January 1st but I you know things have happened but I've started this past couple weeks even being sick, where I've written in my schedule, like, when I'm going to work out. And I've written in my schedule when I'm going to be in the prayer room. Mm -hmm. I've written in my schedule when I'm going to write. Because for me, like, writing songs and writing blogs, like, I'm a writer. And I, when I sit down and just start to write, like, something comes alive in me. And there's just this processing that happens that at the end of the day, if it's for no one else but for myself, like, I need to do that for me. Yes, yes. And... What I've done in the past is I'll fill up my schedule with things for other people, mm-hmm. and then whatever's left over, I will you'll, you'll do give for, to myself. Yeah, that's exactly how I Which am. ends and, up being nothing. I was going to say, and oftentimes for me, I've found that even even like as a mom, and then if I also help like someone else during the day, I'll like help them come home, be mom, and then in my mind, I'm like, oh, but I'm going to do, I'm going to like read my Bible when Gwen goes to bed or I'm going to like do some like editing I need to do. Or I'm going to like work on this right. when Gwen goes to bed and nine times out of 10, I go to sleep because oh, totally. I'm exhausted and I have nothing and I have nothing, nothing left. left to give. Yeah. And I think I'm starting to realize I, there's a struggle in the self care movement of becoming self absorbed. And I think I'm, I have a tendency to fear that. Like I mm-hmm. never want to be that person that's like no. all about myself. No. But Steven made such a good point. He was like, Cammy, like if on the spectrum of like self absorbed and like, Mother Teresa, mm-hmm. like you tend to lean more towards Mother Teresa, which I was like, right. thank you, that's so yes. fine. But he was like, but if you get to that self-absorbed area, like, someone I'll let will you call know. you out. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> like, but right now, like you need more time, and there is that balance of like, if I don't learn how to feed myself, like mm-hmm. how am I going to help to feed others from a, a oh, true totally. place? And I always think of that analogy of like. When you're on an airplane. airplane. I was just thinking think, that. Really? I was just about to say, when you're on an airplane, they tell you to put your mask on yes. first and then somebody else's. And then someone else's. And I think that's such an analogy for life. It's it like is. I can't, you know, know. Because I think it's also, to be honest, there's a level of it that I know if I'm honest with myself, it's pride. Yeah. Because yeah. I think, oh, I'm good, God. Like, mm-hmm. I'm so blessed. I've got mm-hmm. so much going on. Like, I'm good. Mm-hmm. Um, I This person, they really aren't good, though. They need me. They, yeah. But I think there's yeah. a level of humility to say, no, like, I'm that sheep that needs the shepherd mm-hmm. too. Like, mm-hmm. I need you, God. I'm needy for you. Mm-hmm. I need to take care of myself because my own sin, my own life, my own stuff, like, I've got to take care of it myself. And then after that, like, has been taken care of, not to an excess level, but to just a normal healthy level, then I can do this and I can do this and I can do this. And it's from a place of being filled up. And so I think physically, like, I know that I want to be more physically fit this year. I know that I want to... Um, use my mind better and to be more creative. I know that I want to um, really like release the music that I've been working on and just yes, like, which it is so okay. So we are we mentioned that we're recording right now between um, two like worship times that she's doing at a girls conference right now. But they they led one of the songs that you had written. Yeah. And I, as we're, like I forget every time that you wrote it, and so Thanks, as Samantha. we're as we're like you know, they're leading it and I'm like just like worshiping from the crowd and like singing it. I'm like, oh my gosh, I love this song. I always forget about this one. And it's like, oh wait, I know why. Because it's like not a song that's like out there in the world. Totally. It's because like Cammy wrote it, but it's so good. Thank you. It well, is so good. And I think that's part of like my call for this year is like the word that the Lord gave me for this year was release. And mm-hmm. I feel like that has so many different facets to it. But I think part of it is just putting stuff out there. And yeah. as a a number three, an achiever, a perfectionist, like I typically want to wait until everything's perfect mm-hmm. to show it. I don't right. want to show like the vulnerable parts mm-hmm. of myself. I want to mm-hmm. show like the perfect parts that I yeah. think are like shiny and ready to be seen. Right. But I think part of my call for this year is to make the time 
to do the things that I need to do so that I can release what I've worked on into the world and it's not going to be perfect and I right. have to just know that. But um, but it's also like this podcast. Like we released totally. it and had no idea. Like we literally were just two friends with talking. These, yeah, talking with the little laptop set up and two mics, <laughs> two mics and we were like, let's just do this thing and then like lo and behold, girls and guys alike actually enjoy it yes. and like can like hear the Lord through it, which is insane. It's so crazy. Yeah, so I think just physically this year, setting up parameters for myself to thrive, and I think realizing that, you know, that's important that we have to do that. Oh, yeah. Okay, so that's our physical. So physical. for body, and then we're soul. So let's talk about our souls. Amanda, what are you going to do for your soul so this year? So this is, so mind, mind's probably more mind first. That's Can I fine. do mind? Yeah. Okay, because I'm still thinking how to word the soul. <laughs> yeah, I think soul is your mind. Like, so oh, oh. It's, it's your, got it, your personality, like, Amanda, like, Got how it. are you gonna? Okay, so I feel like Maybe this it's one... relational. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like this one can go into a lot of levels. But one thing I haven't struggle is not the word. Um, it's more of like I've just tried to really think about what I feel about social media lately. And sometimes I'll go in these waves. Like sometimes mm-hmm. I will like shut down and like not post anything for like two weeks, and I'll be like super content, love and life, think it's great. Other times I, like, want to show everything because I feel like God's doing so much. And not that I want to, like, look at me, look at me, but more that I just want to, like, share, like, what he's doing. Just, look like, at God. Look at God. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, like, like what social media is. Like, we all, like, share. Or if it's something silly, like, middle girl, it's something, like, cute and funny. I, like, want to put on social media. Whatever. Um, but I think so. I don't know why. I've just thought of, like, generations that went before us. Like, I think about, like, my grandparents. Like, people, like, didn't have that. And just, like, all the really cool things that they did. And I think, like, and this is me talking out loud. This really has, like, no rhyme or reason. This is just me, like, pondering. Processing <laughs> um, life. Processing life. Um, but I just think, like, of all the amazing things they did and they didn't have any validation from strangers. Wow. Or validation from people that they just, like, had met once at a conference. Or you know what I mean? Like, whatever mm-hmm. it is that you follow someone, however you guys have met in person or whatever. Um, and I just think we, we like, really do take in what we take in. And so if I'm, like, sitting there scrolling, and it could be some girl I met three years ago at some sort of, like, conference, who was great. She could have been a great girl. But I'm taking in every aspect of her life, but I don't have any sort of relationship with her, and I never talk to her. It's like, what am I, like, doing? Like, what, what why am What's I... What's that doing to your soul? What's that doing to my soul? Yeah. yeah, like, why am I filling my time with it? Or why am I so, like, concerned about her life when, like, we don't have a friendship? Like, we don't even have a relationship, <laughs> much less a friendship. And so I just, like, think I want to be... I said I did the whole timer thing, like where you can like set a limit on your social media, which has been good. But it's so easy just to be like ignore whenever you just want to like keep totally. doing it. And so I've done that way too many times. Yeah. I'm embarrassed. <laughs> like sometimes you just do like limit ignore then, for the day. And then the, yeah, the worst part is it says like ignore for, for now minutes, or ignore for the day. And I'm like, well, day. don't do that. You know, That's rude. Ten minutes. I'm, I might be longer than like that. Ten minutes. Like who knows? I always do the day because I'm like, I don't know what the day's gonna bring. <laughs> and so yeah, I don't know. Just like trying to, I feel like I've gone back and forth for like the whole last year. So I just, I don't know what, I don't know what the answer is. Like, that's kind of where I'm at with it. Like, I don't know. I don't, for a while, I thought the answer was just to get off completely. But then I was like, no, because the podcast showed me that's not the answer. Like, it's, I want to connect with people who, like, want to know the Lord and who I gain from. Like, I gain wisdom. I think social media is so amazing for so many different ways. Like, sometimes I'll read, like, a Christine Kane post and that will, like, totally, yeah, yeah, change my day. So it's like, I don't think it's all bad. I just think... I want to be – it's like the whole comparison thing. Mm-hmm. Like I think I just want to be careful about looking at other people who really I don't know and don't bring anything to the table. And so – because I think not just in like my life, but especially in a lot of girl like women's lives, especially like teenagers and like maybe college age, that's just like setting you up for failure. Just totally. to like sit and compare to people you have no idea what they're going through. And even myself, like I've struggled with do I post things on social media that weren't so great – because number one, it's showing that I'm real, but number two, I'm afraid it comes off as complaining. Right. And so it's like this it's battle. Such a tough balance. It's like such a tough balance. And then it's like if I want to do something good, I don't want people to think like, oh, her life's so beautiful, everything's perfect. But I like, do you also want me to complain? I don't know what to do. I don't know what you want from me. <laughs> what do I do, guys? <laughs> and so it's like it that's just been not like a struggle, like I said, but just something I've been like pondering lately. Cause it's like I want to share the real, like authentic parts, mm-hmm. but I also never want it to come across as like give me sympathy, like I'm complaining to social media to yeah. these followers, you know? No, that's so good. So I don't know. That's I've just actually thought maybe loud. we should pray about this together, but I've thought about taking some time off of my personal social media yeah. and just doing basically Basi- basic. Yes. Just because, to be honest, you guys, like 
you guys give us so much life. No, like when, literally. Like you, honestly, Basically Basic has completely given me a new perspective on social media. Totally. Because it is. We're actually getting to interact and like have conversations with yeah, people. Yeah, and it's meaningful. And it's, yeah, it's beautiful. It's deep. And it's like, oh, wow, these are women I wouldn't otherwise know. Right, right. And it, it doesn't feel in my brain Does it feel like same. social media? No, no, it really doesn't. No, it's weird. I think, well, maybe that's it. Maybe it's that like God's Maybe just, we just take some time. Yeah, and God's called like such a specific purpose right now to Basically Basic that it is more fulfilling to get on. So times when I've like not got on mine for the whole day, I'll yeah. like just be on basically basic and it doesn't feel the same. Yeah. You're right. It's weird. Ooh, I don't so know. Weird. Anyways, so that, I don't know if that's really like the yeah. answer, but it's just like something I've been pondering of just like wanting to guard like my soul and mind in that way and knowing that like, I, I can remember, I'll keep this short because we're like running out of time, but I can remember right after I had Gwen, I really struggled with people that weren't moms. Not people that were, but I struggled mm. with, friends and and just like colleagues not colleagues like I don't know what the word is people that I knew peers, peers thank you I'm like well I didn't work corporate jobs with them so <laughs> like, I like who are my colleagues <laughs> yeah, who are my colleagues um peers and friends I remember looking at who weren't in a season of like very new motherhood and I would I would get really sad just because I was like well that my that part of my life's over and then it was like I would see them like living that over and over and it's like I do not want to do that this time around and no. I don't want to just start like being sad about the things I'm not being able to do so anyways, yeah, I'm just trying to, like, guard it now, and so that way I know, like... I love that. Yeah, what the Lord, like, has for me in every season. Yeah, and, and well, it, I think with the soul question, it's, like, physical is things that we can naturally control and we can do. Mm-hmm. I think with our soul, it's a little bit more nuanced sometimes because there are so many things that are being thrown at us all the time. Right. And so I think it is good to assess for yourself, like, okay, is this... Is this good for me right now because in certain right. seasons it might be fine and in mm-hmm. certain seasons it might not be and what mm-hmm. you're saying is like you know sometimes social media is great but other mm-hmm. times yeah when you're when you have your brand new baby right boy and Gwen's running around right. and it's like not a kind of time. crazy it may not be the best time and yeah. I think that's okay is this serving me mm-hmm. in this season mm-hmm. is it pointing me closer to Jesus and mm-hmm. making me the best Amanda or Kimmy right. that it can and be. I think when it comes to social media on our podcast it is it is because totally. there's so much purpose to it and we can like literally name Someone asked us the question, what does name it, claim it mean? <laughs> and this is like a great like segue to it. But it's like if you name something, like you're saying, okay, I'm going to say that social media will not have any negative influence on me this you're, year. You're Whatever. Just, you're like speaking it out. You're saying Speaking it out. No. Yes. I'm saying no. This social media will not have a negative influence on me. And then you claim it and you say – in Jesus' name, it will not have any negative yeah. influence on me. Or you me. say, in Jesus' name, I know my identity and I'm not going to be wavered. Yeah, Like, you're basically claiming it is like, naming it is calling it out. Claiming yes. it is actually Claiming saying, it over like, yourself. This is, I get every promise from the Father. So every yes. good thing that God has over my life, I get to claim that over mm-hmm. myself. So as a daughter, my identity is defined by the King of Kings alone. And he's told me that. social media. So therefore, any influence, like, outside of that has no say yes because god's already told me who i am and what he has for me in this and our chant was name it claim it cast cast it out out. (laughs) cast it out is saying so peace out any comparison peace out any whatever the negative thing is or whatever you feel like the enemy wants to throw at you you're like no i casted you out a long time ago you were gone (laughs) (laughs) bye-bye so yeah that's what that means we had someone come in and ask that so yeah i don't know where name it claim it cast it out that's so good okay i'm trying to think of mine soul yeah what's your mind and soul what is good for my soul um you know I think recently I God has really just been taking me through a season of just refinement and like it's honestly been the past five years I just feel like I was actually telling some girls last night at this conference I'm leading worship at like I think there's patterns in my life where it's like something think life's going really well it's going great and then something happens where it's a choice to choose faith. At this point, faith isn't easy to choose and it's easier to look at your natural in the flesh and to be whatever. And when you choose faith, you go through this kind of refining hard season, but then it always propels you like to that next level. And it's mm-hmm. like takes you that next level of intimacy with him, next level of faith, whatever. But I think something I struggle with in that season where things are difficult or they're hard, which I've just recently walked through another one of those, um, I'm such a verbal processor mm-hmm. and I really value authenticity with people that I'm close with. And so I like, I didn't used to be this way, but I really enjoy being vulnerable and I like being honest with where I'm at and not pretending like things are perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, and so especially in my marriage, like Steven and I, if anything, we over communicate. So we like share everything. We talk about all of that. 
and I think I'm really honest with you and like mm-hmm. my close friends, like just with how I'm really feeling. But I think something I've realized in, in this time walking through something hard with the Lord is my faith is in a different place than it used to be. And I really feel like this deeper just trust in God. And so I think um, something that I'm working on with my soul is I think sometimes I can over communicate and talk about like negative stuff mm-hmm. and not in a way of like um, trying to bring it to more light. Yeah, not like in a way you're harping on it. Right, not the way I'm harping on it, but I'm just trying to be honest. Mm-hmm. But in doing that, I think sometimes I'm actually giving more language to things that actually aren't really defining my heart. Because mm-hmm. I think sometimes faith is hard to articulate. Like, oh, And I don't yeah. want to seem like I'm bragging. So mm-hmm. what am I going to do? Sit down with like you or my husband and be like, you know, oh my gosh, like I'm feeling really strong in the Lord today. Like, but really, like, really I should, should. Yeah. I should do yeah. that. And like, I think when people ask me how I'm doing and when you're walking through something hard, it's easy to just say, well, like, you know, this is difficult and this is difficult. And you're just trying to be honest. Mm-hmm. But I think if I'm really like realizing it, there's so much power in my words. And mm-hmm. I think in the times where I'm really pressing in and I'm leading worship and I'm articulating actually like how powerful I feel and how mm-hmm. strong I feel in him and like, all these things, like, I'm actually giving that more power. And so I think all that to say, my goal for this year with my soul is to still be real and authentic and to acknowledge when things are hard, but I want to start putting more language and not being afraid to, like, speak from my spirit more and to mm, just declare, so like, yeah. you know what, but God is really good and mm-hmm. he's, I feel really strong and, like, he is making me strong and, like, not be afraid to, like, articulate that because I think it is yeah. awkward and uncomfortable and mm-hmm. um, I think... I feel bad for Steven sometimes because I'm like, I'm so real with him with mm-hmm. all my emotions. Mm-hmm. But I think sometimes I give my emotions too much weight and too much language. Because we're girls Because we're girls and I'm dramatic yeah. and I'm also yeah. an artist and a writer. So, so I can like feel the really dramatic like yeah. language like, oh, this and this yeah. and this. <laughs> but I don't, I haven't yet learned how to articulate and put that much language to and the artistic to the good. Yeah. And like, I want to be better about speaking from that place and not like, over communicating the bad the bad I think that's really good and also I think we're all probably guilty of that because I know I do it whenever I want not necessarily sympathy but I want the encouragement like I want words of encouragement back and I want to be understood and I want someone to say like I know you feel this way but this which we're I feel like we're good as friends at doing that with each other Mm -hmm. like validating it but never like feeding into it more than it has to be like I feel like neither one of us do that but as you were talking, and literally, you've written these words in a song. It's the same song I'm talking really? about. When you, yes, the one when you said um, that we just sing in worship, I don't know where you'll take me, but I know it's going to be good. Yeah. Like, literally, it's like you've written those words, That's so, so you believe them. No, I really do. And I think knowing, like, that I, that it's okay to be in a place where I'm at in my faith mm. where, like, I wasn't there before. Yeah. But I can say, like, you know, in this situation, yes, it's hard, but like, I really am good. Mm-hmm. And like, actually had someone give me a word recently at church that came up to me and they were like, Hey, like, I feel like God wants me to tell you that you don't need to be ashamed by the joy that you have. Mm-hmm. And I like, it broke me for some reason. Cause I was like, I feel like when you walk through difficult seasons, um, sometimes it's like, you feel like you need to be doing worse than you are. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes it's okay to be like, I actually am okay. And I'm yeah. good. And like, because I came from the father, that's the Lord, yeah. you know? And and so I think even with that, I've been my soul. I'm really trying to steward and protect my heart in that, and mm-hmm. to really speak things and do things, and know that like I'm really I'm in charge of my own emotions, and yeah. like no one else is. And I think even with that, like I have a tendency to take on other people's emotions, mm-hmm. and I'm learning to not do that too. Mm-hmm. To be like, no, like I mm-hmm. can only control and be in charge of my own Mine. heart. Yeah. And if someone else is trying to put their mess onto me, like I'm, I can't take Bye. that. Bye. Bye. I'll See you pray later. for you, but can't do it. One of those like electrical fences yeah. you give a dog. I'm like, sorry, shock collar is going off. Like you're in my space. Like I know, you know. I can love you and I can like from afar. You know, help to lead you, point you to Jesus. But I am not this the savior. No. I cannot. I can't. Which do I it. feel like you especially, but both of us, but you especially, just because you've been in like worship. Um, I mean, pastoral like positions, but. I can like remember in our early twenties where you would take that on. Oh, totally. Like the fe- like not just like the feelings of what that person's feeling, but like literally take on what they were going through and like hold their hand and walk through them with it, which like literally made you an angel, but also can like wear you down. Yeah. And it's like as you get older, God just tells you like you don't have to be God for them no. at all. And like yeah. Well, and Stephen and I in this season for whatever reason we're walking with um a, we have a bunch of younger couples mm-hmm. that are kind of in our world right uh-huh. now that we're kind of mentoring and um preparing for marriage mm-hmm. and. I think it's easy. The other day, Stephen and I were talking, and I realized we've been talking for an hour about these other couples' issues. And it's like, I, it yeah. just made me pause, and I was like, wait a second. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, that's mm-hmm. fine for that set-aside time that we're 
mentoring counseling them and mentoring them Uh but that doesn't get to come into our home because we have our own we're both very empathetic people so we're like getting worked up about their problems and i'm like wait a second whoa whoa, whoa." like i'm not jesus like i don't have to carry that so lord we give that to you but like yeah we have our own issues to work out we're not perfect so like yeah when it comes to spending that much energy and emotion Mm -hmm. we're gonna spend that on our marriage and so if i'm gonna like get worked up for other people it's gonna be because like they're really in crisis mode and like I have a capacity to do that, but right, right now I don't, and that's right. okay. And, that's and right okay. now I need yes. to just protect my own heart. Mm-hmm. Totally. So, Ugh, so that's so good. I love that. Last one. That's a really good game. We talked that's about our so physical. Good. We talked about our soul. What's our spiritual goal for 2019? <sighs> okay. Holy spiritual. This is something that has like just recently been like a revelation of mine, but I think oftentimes because I am a feeler, I want to put words to a lot of things spiritually that I feel and I want to like describe them whether it's like journaling them or like talking to a friend about them or just like my husband or whatever like I want to be able to put words to these like really spiritual like miraculous things that I see and they could be like tiny but like still be miraculous in my eyes and so I think one thing that like has been really cool that God has shown me is that like I probably won't ever get to the bottom of it or, like, know the answer. But I just love that I – like, one of my favorite things to do is just to be in a room of people worshiping. And whenever I'm there, it all makes sense. Like, I just feel like anytime I'm in a place where I'm just, like, worshiping Jesus, whether it's – and it can be alone, too. Like, I I can be in my car or just, like, in my house or whatever. But one of my very favorite things to do is when I cannot put words to something, I just worship and it just – everything is peace, is at peace and, like, still. Wow. Isn't that cool? No, that's so good. That's just, like, something that I, like, have, like, had a revelation of lately because it's, like, everything that I've, like, thought about or this kind of, like, run through my mind, whether I'm driving or doing whatever, like, in the shower, and I'm, like, God, like, what does that mean? What does this mean? What are you going to do about that? What is this person walking through? Like, you know, why why did that happen this way? If I just sit down and start thanking him and worshiping, it's, like – all those question marks like go away. It's wow. been really, really cool. Just that's your to, like, safe place. Yeah, it's my safe place. Yeah. So anyways, that's just something that I've like recently learned and loved. So I want to do more of in 2019 because I feel like I, I won't ever have all the answers, but I know the answer for now is to just thank him and worship. And I, I think sometimes we want, exactly what you're saying, we want to be able to put language to something. But I think when we worship God and we're in his presence, like he's doing a deep work that we just really, it's not even in our realm. Like, no, I that's what I'm saying. I don't have access spiritual to realm it yet. Yeah. That we might not ever have language mm-hmm. for of like right. what he's touching on or what he's doing. Right. Which is what but I love okay. because I'm like, well, that makes you God. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> honestly, if I could figure you out, like probably wouldn't worship me that much. No, that's so <laughs> if true. I knew, if I knew all your answers. Like, like you would be as cool. Because I cool understand you. I would be able to also create this guy in the sea. So do you feel like 2019 practically – in you setting aside time, you said physical was like, you yes. know, kind of, we both said like kind of scheduling time totally. out. So do you think? So it's more setting, cause I don't, I'm not great. I'm going to be very honest. I'm not great about worshiping by myself Yeah. just because when I am like alone, like I'm, I'm actually really good with worshiping when it's like me and Tyler and Gwen at the house or just even me and Gwen, because I know that's again for her. So it's like, I'm wow, doing it yeah. for like a helper reason more than I am myself. So one of my goals is to spiritually is to just worship God even when I'm alone and by myself and to know that like that is measuring up just as much as if other people are with me. That's so So, good. Oh, I love that. Wow. Okay. So spiritually for me, who, um, I know it's such a deep question. I feel like, I mean, I know I'm going to listen back to this episode and be like, Oh, also this, also this. (laughs) And then this, yeah. And then this. I'm going to like yell at the like, add like all these extra minutes. (laughs) Um, you know what? I was actually realizing today, um, because at the conference that I was just leading worship at, they do this thing before worship where the girls sit in the room and they just put music on and they give them like a devotional and yes. they have the Bible. Mm-hmm. And I think for me, the past year has been cultivating my time in the prayer room. Like I've just realized for me, I need at least like eight hours a week of like really just being in God's presence, which, which everyone's different. And amazing. like, I think for me, I've realized part of my call is like ministering is to God. Yeah. And like, yeah. I just have like a heart of a worshiper. And so mm-hmm. I like, I my church has, like I've mm-hmm. said multiple times, a prayer room open morning, noon, and night every mm-hmm. day of the week. So I can go multiple times a and week. And, yeah. and I've learned to be in that place. Mm-hmm. And I like, I love that. But mm-hmm. I think what I've been asking for this year is that God would give me back a really strong hunger for his word. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm a reader, I'm a writer, and I, I'm really a talker, good. obviously. And I think I've been realizing just the power of the word of God. And I really think I go through seasons where I mean I always read the Bible but there's right. just times where it's kind of like more of like a check off my to-do mm-hmm, list and I think mm-hmm. I've been more in a season like that mm-hmm. 
Um, whereas like worship and prayer have really come alive for me. Like I'm like, no one's forced me to do this. I cannot wait to right, get in there right. and, and be with him. Mm-hmm. But I think I've been really asking the Lord for like a really big hunger to for read his, his word, word yeah. and like a deeper revelation of it. Um, and to teach me how to read it because yeah. I think, you know, I can just open it and like think that I'm just supposed to just like you know, read, read a chapter. Yes. And it's easy for me as an achiever to be like, well, I need to read three chapters today mm-hmm. or a whole book, mm-hmm. you know, but I really want to read it in the way that he wants me to and eat like, it. And like digest it. And digest it yeah. and really soak it in. So yeah, when I was watching these girls today at the conference, like just sit there with their journals and their Bibles, it was just so beautiful. And I was like, Lord, I really want to be better about that. Mm-hmm. I want to be a person that mm-hmm. knows your word inside it out and not because it makes me like a cool christian but mm-hmm. because like i actually like desire it yes so. no that's so good that's mine that's so, so so good guys we just wanted to be vulnerable with y'all and i think it's cool i mean that we didn't like i didn't know you were no gonna say. i didn't know what you were gonna say either yeah i love that yeah and also the things that we both like even uh like the bible and just like different worship like things like that we had we got a lot of questions about like what do we do to study the Bible, like maybe tools that we use. And we're also going to go – we'll probably do a Favorites Thing podcast. Yeah, we're going to do our Favorite Thing podcast. Yes, be so fun. that'll be really but fun. But I think this week on our social media we should share – We'll share some things. Different books, devos, yeah. mm-hmm. um, different Bible plans. Because really like I feel honored and Amanda does too that mm-hmm. you guys would even ask us those oh, opinions. Oh, totally. To be able to like share and help you guys grow in your faith in any way like – I do not have all the answers at no. all, neither does Amanda. Like, no. But we would love to help yes. in any way that we can. Totally. And the Bible can be really overwhelming. And for totally. people that like really, really want to know God in a deep way, but just sit down and read the Bible and just feel completely confused and overwhelmed, like you're not alone. I think everyone has felt that in some... We've all felt that yeah. in different seasons. and Totally. And I think it's one of those things where it is you, little by little, you grow in your capacity mm-hmm. for prayer, for worship, for Bible. It's all like, it's awkward when you start yeah. because we're flesh and bones and mm-hmm. we're used to this world and that's not how the world does things no like, you can't scroll through the bible no you can't you can't just like yeah like, you can't you can't heart in like, yeah that would be comment on the easy. bible yeah exactly but we've all been there and we'll and i would say not even just the tools that like we provide to say that like this is what hey this is what's worked for us but also i would just say if like the bible is confusing i feel like someone needs to hear this if the bible is confusing to you or you just sit down and are very overwhelmed by, by it just ask the Lord to like take that away and yeah. like ask him to give you new eyes for the word of God. And I guarantee you that he will, because that's what happened for me. Like I was just like, Lord, I love you, but what the heck? This is a really hard book to read. Like I remember like feeling that way one day. And then it was honestly like one day I woke up and it was just like, I got so much revelation from like each word. It was it's so crazy. Good. Yeah. It's so so just, just ask God to take the overwhelmingness away and he will. Yeah. And try a different translation too. Like mm-hmm. I know for me, the passion translation yes. has been so cool because it's super poetic and mm-hmm. I, I mm-hmm. love reading it and it's kind of made it come alive. In I think you were the one that introduced me to that one. I it's love that really one good. too. It's so good. So anyways, guys, we are so thankful for each and every one of you listening. I was just thinking, praising the Lord. I haven't coughed. Oh haven't yes, you sneezed. haven't. <gasps> Praise the Lord. I haven't blown my nose. I love it. That the Lord is, is healing it. Name it, claim it. Name it, it. claim it. Cast it out. Bye, flu. See you later. <laughs> and also, I just have a really good, like, really good closing line. Yes. Go. <laughs> From the Bachelor to the Bible, we're basically basic. Oh, that's the title. <laughs> From the Bachelor to the Bible, we're basically basic, and we know you are too. I'm Cami. I'm Amanda. Be blessed and be basic. I'm talking real love, Jesus Christ, yeah, he wants you basic.